And we are back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dude Thoughts Podcast, the world's most famous, most well-renowned, most well-respected, most well-liked, uh, handsomest, uh, prettiest, smartest celebrity deep dive podcast. It's the best one around. It's the only one around. It is the one that has the monopoly on everything right now, uh, except for gas prices. Yeah, we, we can't fix that. Uh, you have one of your hosts. My name is Carmen, and uh, I got the entire night myself today. Uh, Gabe and Kelki both have the night off. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the tough things about podcasting is... Uh, especially when you have multiple hosts, is scheduling. And uh, if you have a hard enough time trying to find uh, a schedule that works to go get lunch with your friends, try doing a podcast for the better part of two years now, which, as I'm saying it, wow, my gosh, two years. Um, congratulations to us. I don't have the exact number. I'll have to see if I can track that down uh, at some point to get for you guys. But yeah, it's been over... It's been over Gosh, two years. Crazy. Um, But anyways, uh, Carmen, hey, dude, what's up? Oh, Carmen, thank you for asking. That's so kind of you. Um, You know know that there is certain things in life that uh, they they trigger an emotion. They trigger a a sense to be invoked. They they trigger a a craving. Um, I had – I play in a softball league, and – after the game, I had to go get gas, but I was I was just so thirsty. It was hot. It was scorching out here in Illinois, uh, playing some games today, and uh, I was craving a slushy. So I went to the nearest Circle K I could uh, to get some gas, and uh, I got a gigantic blue raspberry slushy. And I gotta tell you, it it just hit. It hit so different. Uh, that's like all I can think of right now is that blue slushy and how I would, if I could have another one right now, if there was a slushy machine right here in my basement, I would, I would have another slushy. I digress. Uh, if you've got one of those things, uh, uh, for you, definitely let us know because everyone's got them, right? Uh, some people like, uh, they'll, they'll do something, you know, you go to a baseball game, you, you have to have a hot dog. Um, you know, you go to a football game, you have to have a beer, you, uh, you have a 4th of July party, you have to cook a burger, right? Like, the, I mean, I'm saying a lot of food related things. Uh, I'm clearly very hungry. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, something just happens to trigger your mind. And, and, uh, yeah, one of the other things for me is like every Sunday, I don't know what it is, but every Sunday I just get a craving after I, I I play at church, I play guitar, uh, and and I just get a craving for sushi. So um, I don't know, but sushi's all, sushi's always good to have. Anyways, uh, if you have listened so far to me by myself rambling, uh, mostly about food, <laughs> food, sports, sushi, guitar, uh, any of those things, and you're still listening and you've reached the three minute and thirty three second mark, uh, that's the time where I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. Uh, Listen to all of these instructions, and you're going to take a pause, okay? So first things first, follow us on Instagram. Where can you find us on Instagram? At DudeThoughtsPod. Follow me, at Carmen.Gabriel.Official. Follow Gabe, at GymLeaderGabe. Follow Kelky, at ChaoticallyKelky. 
and uh, go to the podcast page where you found this, whether it's iTunes, uh, and if you found this on the iTunes podcast app, uh, give us that five-star review and leave us a review. Write it out. Uh, we we appreciate that. It helps with the algorithms. Algorithms. Wow. Um, and that means a lot to us. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, give us a five-star review. Spotify recently added reviews uh, to to their, their platform. This is really awesome. Uh, if you're listening on Amazon Music, give us a five-star review. Do whatever you can. Write it. We love it. Uh, so this is where you're going to pause, and now you can come back. Uh, you wouldn't know that, but just make sure you hit that 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 play button again. Um, if you need to rewind that, three-minute, 33-second mark, uh, give you a minute of, of learning and uh, things that you need to do. And now, speaking of learning, we are going to talk about... Thomas Cruz Mapother the Fourth, better known as Tom Cruise, uh, he is one of, uh, if not the uh, world's most famous Scientologists, but he's also uh, one of the world's highest-paid actors of all time. Uh, so we're going to dig right into this, but let's go ahead and start with him being born July third. His birthday is coming up. Uh, July 3rd, 1962, which uh, July 3rd, what does that make him, Kelsey? Oh my gosh. Kelsey's not here. I'm not even going to try to impersonate Kelsey. Um, But uh, Kel Keys to the stars. It's uh, shooting stars. Uh, That makes him a cancer. And... uh, Oh, okay. I'm looking at this live because I didn't have this prepared. Uh, Cancers are primarily known for being emotional, nurturing, and highly intuitive, as well as as sensitive and at times insecure. So if you've got a cancer in your life, uh, let's see, the dates on that are June 21st to July 22nd. So he's, he's not a cusp. He's in the thick of that. Um, so, so full-on cancer. Interesting. Uh, we've had a lot of cuss babies over the last uh, few months since we've switched into uh, being a celebrity-focused, deep-dive, kind of uh, topical news-related, uh, trendy podcast. Um, but the reason we're talking about Tom Cruise is is the, the success of Top Gun Maverick, which comes out, uh, what, 30, 40 years after the original? I think it was 19... Uh, I'm sure this is going to tell me here. See, I have all of, all of this, this information, but it's, it's never in like the easy way to find it. Um, 1986. So just under 40 years, 37 years, 36 years, 36 years. That's crazy. The guy's still going and uh, this actually, fun fact that uh, Kelky wanted me to share with you guys on this, um, the reason that we're talking about this is this is actually going to be uh, the first Tom Cruise film to make a billion dollars. It's crazy to think about that, right? Um, because of all the movies that he's been in, uh, like me trying to wrap my head around a Mission Impossible movie, never making a billion dollars. What? Crazy. Um Anyways, uh, so so let's 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 back this up. Uh, that's the reason we're talking about him. He's a cancer, uh, but let's 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 go back even a little bit uh, further 
and getting some of that personal information about him. So he was born in Syracuse, New York. Uh, his father uh, was Thomas Cruz Mapother III, and uh, his mother, Mary Lee. Uh, he was, uh, father was an electrical engineer, and mother was a, a special education teacher. Love that. Uh, but both, both of his parents were from Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, it's just interesting making that move from, from Kentucky to Syracuse. You, you can't really get much farther in lifestyle uh, away. But uh, he does have uh, three sisters, Leanne, Marianne, and Cass. Um, now, you may also know the name William Mapother, uh, who is an actor and has been in a number of different um, uh, Tom Cruise films. They've acted t- together, which is which is pretty cool. So uh, an interesting fact about Tom Cruise growing up is he attended 15 schools in 14 years, uh, spending part of his childhood uh, across Canada as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so very, very interesting, very interesting childhood going from uh, different middle schools in, in Ottawa. And, uh, you know, when so un- unfortunately, a little bit of a, a rough childhood where his mom left the father and uh, uh, Papa Cruz uh, took care of Tom and, and his three sisters. Um, so it, it's very interesting. But, you know, then we jump in and, and at 18, he decides uh with the blessing of his mom and, and the stepfather, he's, he's going to move to New York and he's going to do his own acting career. He's going to uh, New York City, not because they're already in New York with uh, being in Syracuse. But, um, you know, it's he, he gets his first part in 1981. OK, and in uh, 1983, he gets cast in The Outsiders. The same year, 1983, All the Right Moves and Risky Business. Now, I have seen Risky Business. I have seen Outsiders. I've not seen the right moves, All the Right Moves. But you got to think, in 1981, he gets his first part. 1983, he gets Risky Business. That's insane. We think about, like... Uh, if you've listened to the the interview, um, oh, gosh, yeah, this is this is a moment where I wish that I had um, Kelky and, and and Gabe here because I was I had to Google who played Jim Halpert in The Office. It's it's John Krasinski. If you've listened to any of his interviews, there was one specifically that stands out where uh, he he had decided he was going to move to New York, pursue acting, and you know the the the, the long story short is. His mom was like, listen, okay, do it. I support you. I love you. But I need you to know that if you're getting into this, like, I'm not going to tell you to quit on your dreams, so you have to pull yourself out of this, right? And he calls his mom, and he's like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm pulling myself out. And she convinces him to, to go for a couple more weeks, and and he ends up getting the office uh, after that, which has, has, you know, transported him into superstardom, right? Everyone knows Jim from the office. Uh, spoiler alert, he's also Reed Richards in uh, – Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. So, anyways, it's just it's just crazy to think that Tom Cruise he he doesn't really have, uh, and you know we we can't speculate too much, but he doesn't really talk about it in a ton of his interviews of like that starving actor kind of uh, starting out mentality, right? Um, 
because you just fast forward uh, two years and he gets to play the lead role in Ridley and uh, uh, Legend, uh, which is a Ridley Scott film, and that's 1985. And then 1986, Top Gun comes out. Boom, superstar. The guy's on fire after that, right? Uh, then you have the color of money, um, from Martin Scorsese in 1986. Um, and, and they, uh, it's just, it's, it's an incredible movie. I'm I'm not going to go, I guess I shouldn't (laughs) spoil it. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, uh, the, he also has, uh, in 1980, 1988, uh, cocktail, which, you know, was not a, was not a good movie he actually got a razzie award for it um and then rain man with dustin hoffman which won the academy award for the for for best film um and then uh uh 1989 born on the fourth of july the 80s were on fire for tom cruise right like you couldn't you couldn't get hotter um and uh for for born on the fourth of july he he actually wins a Golden Globe for best actor actor motion picture drama. Um, Chicago, I'm gonna go ahead and call out Chicago here. The Chicago Film Critics Association Award for best actor. He also won for that movie, and then the People's Choice Award for uh, favorite motion picture actor. Uh, now we're gonna get into the '90s in a second, but I feel like now is is a good time to pause, and I and I would be remiss if I didn't specifically call out um we are not going to go into um the the religious aspect of tom cruise's life um we're not gonna go into our opinions on any of that uh but i will say uh you know gabe kelke and i we, we talk about this a lot um i like tom cruise movies they're good movies. They're action movies. They're fun movies. And at times, I will say, man, Tom Cruise is so cool. And Kelky will say, no, no, you don't think Tom Cruise is cool. You think Tom Cruise movies are cool. Well, here's the thing. Tom Cruise makes the movie cool. That's that's just a matter of fact, right? Um, so, you know, I'm not going to go into the, is he a good person? Is he not a good person? Um I guess that's that's not fair for us. Every time I watch an interview, he's he's just so cool. Um, and he doesn't do a lot of dumb things in the media except for, I guess, you know, um, I guess he didn't handle the whole Katie Holmes uh, divorce situation. not it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, and, you know, God, God save Katie Holmes, beautiful queen, great actress. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're not going to go down that road, but I will say, I will, I will shout out Gabe and Kelki for a minute here because, uh, originally this was going to be an episode where, uh, Gabe and I did this together and, uh, Kelki's like, oh, darn it. Now Carmen doesn't, have to, or, uh, I can't yell at Carmen about how much he likes Tom Cruise. And then, uh, you know, some other stuff came up and then I was like, Hey, like I'll, I'll, I'll take this episode. I got it myself. And, um, Gabe was like, wow, Carmen, you planned this out perfectly. So no one's going to yell, uh, yell at you for liking Tom Cruise. So, um, suck it. Both of you, uh, I win, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's an important distinction that we're not going to get into that particular, a uh, particular aspect of Tom Cruise's life, we're going to focus, you know, on on the movie parts because I think that's some of the things that are, are 
important. And I think while it is very important to be able to differentiate between, um, you know, boycotting actors and actresses who have some really intense uh, scandals about them, uh, I think it's also important to recognize that not everyone uh not everyone is is their work and um or or not all of people's works are who they are right so you know being able to um you know disassociate some of the scandals that people have with with their art i think is important but for this particular one um there hasn't really been a ton of scandal around Tom Cruise. I mean, if there are, let me know. I I, I did some research maybe with a, what's it called? Some uh, stained glass lenses or uh, rose-colored lenses or whatever. But um, but we're going to go ahead and jump back into it. So uh, anyways, let's, let's talk about the 90s. So um, Days of Thunder and Far, Far Away uh, with Nicole Kidman. Um, and uh, they got married as well. We'll we'll, we'll jump into that into a second into in a, in a second. Um, interview with a ba- uh, a vampire with uh, Brad Pitt, Antonio Banderas, Christian Slater. Um, intense, right? Uh, you have um, the first. Mission Impossible in 1996, uh, where Tom Cruise uh, is a super spy, right? He's he's the man, Ethan Hunt. And uh, shout out uh, to my dear friend Ryan. We've seen, I think, two of the Mission Impossible movies um, in in uh, theaters. I don't remember which ones. Uh, for sure, the Henry Cavill one that was that was dope. Where he, you know does the the arm cocking and he's he does all of his his thing that was dope but um yeah it's uh you have you have uh 96 where you you have um mission impossible and then in the same year you have jerry Maguire. like come on guys you can't you you can fault the guy on whatever you want uh but like let's just recap already right the Outsiders, uh, Risky Business, Top Gun, The Color of Money, Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July, like Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire. This guy had a string of just insane hits it's incredible and then this was another one where he earned uh, a golden globe for best actor in uh jerry Maguire with uh renee zellweger and, and cuba gooding jr great movie show me the money classic line right um and then uh you've eyed wise shut another another uh nicole kidman pairing in 1999 um Magnolia in 1999. Another Golden Globe nomination uh, for an Academy Award there. But then we jump up to 2000s, right? So now he's only been acting. You got to think this has been roughly 19 years, already a gigantic career. Uh, Another Mission Impossible. Uh, Mission Impossible 2. 
And uh, that was a huge success, right? It was a continued box office uh, success. $547 million worldwide. And both the top, uh, top Gun, Mission Impossible 2 and the first Mission Impossible, fun fact, were the highest grossing films of both of those years. Uh, then Vanilla Sky with Cameron Diaz and Penelope Cruz, two of the most beautiful women in the world and and some of the hottest women at the time, right, in Hollywood. Uh, and then 2002, Minority Report, a Steven Spielberg film. 2003, The Last Samurai, which he uh, did receive a Golden Globe nomination for. Collateral in 2005. War of the Worlds, great movie with Steven Spielberg. And that actually is a movie that, that there's a scene in that. If you've ever seen War of the Worlds, there's a scene, uh, I think it's Dakota Fanning was uh, was the, the young girl in that movie. Uh, and he there's a scene where they have to jumpstart a van and they're driving and there's like this like mob mentality moment where these people are trying to get into the back of the van and the, and the guy is there's one guy who's trying to rip apart the glass with his hands and it's so much of this mob mentality that like you, you the adrenaline is so high that he's like cutting his fingers off on the glass trying to open up the to try to get in and it's like one of those moments where you see the absolute worst of humanity, right? And it's crazy to think about uh, what we would do in that kind of cataclysmic event. But it, it, anyways, I digress. Great movie. Um, uh, let's see. Where else we have? Uh, 2006, another Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 3. Um And, uh, sorry, I'm jumping in to take a look around in my notes. Um, that was, uh, doesn't look like that one actually was the number one, uh, film that year for, for gross, uh, gross sales, ticket sales. Um, Lions for Lambs in 2007. And uh, then he had a, a, a cameo in 2008, Tropic Thunder, with Ben Stiller, Jack Black, uh, and Robert Downey Jr. And uh, I, I'm not—he played Les Grossman. Okay, so if you haven't watched that movie for a long time, look it up. Go rewatch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you because it is one of those things where I had to YouTube it to 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 really recognize it. But um, uh, yeah, virt virtually unrecognizable. Um, and then, uh, one of my favorite World War II movies, uh, that came out, um, on Christmas day, 2008 was Valkyrie. Um, and that's, if you don't know that one, that's the, the plot of how there were some, uh, high ranking Nazi officials that were trying to actually kill Adolf Hitler in the midst of World War II. Um, I know how it ends, but it's still, it was very suspenseful. So, uh, if you haven't had a chance to watch that one, definitely go back. And then that leads me to another great Tom Cruise movie. Now uh, we're getting into the 2010s here, Night and Day, uh, with Cameron Diaz. I love this movie. Um, it's just so fun. I, when I'm, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but 
Night and Day, that's one of those movies, I quoted that to someone the other day, and I, I was talking about it, and they're like, oh my gosh, Night and Day, I love that movie. Um, it's like one of those like uh, under-the-radar ones, right? It's not like a giant mega success, but I thought it was a great movie. Um, and then you have another, uh, 2010, you've got um, uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Uh, sorry, that came out in 2011, I apologize. Um, and then you have uh, t- uh, May 6, 2011. Tom Cruise, good guy Tom Cruise on full display, uh, was awarded a humanitarian award from Simon Wessenthal Center uh, for the Museum of Tolerance and uh, being recognized as a dedicated philanthropist. Um, 2011, we fast forward a little bit, or sorry, 2012, we fast forward a little bit. Uh, Rock of Ages, where he played Stacy Jacks. Who uh, was like the 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 rock and roll sex symbol in that movie, um, and uh, I really liked that movie. It wasn't it wasn't given a ton of positive reviews, but um, that uh, for me was like a, a breakout role. I think for Julianne Huff did really really great. Um, I really liked it. I I haven't had a chance to watch uh, the play. I know that there's there's been a musical. I think. Uh, Rock of Ages was a musical. I would definitely love to see that. Um, and then in uh, 2012, you have Jack Reacher, another great movie where um, it wasn't a huge success at the box office, only getting uh, grossing t- uh, $217 million worldwide. Um, but uh, I love that movie. And there was a second one, Jack Reacher 2. I love it. So good. Uh Oblivion came out in 2013, uh, and then we start to get into the really, really good stuff. So Edge of Tomorrow. So Jessica and I love Edge of Tomorrow. We watch it anytime it's on TV, um, and there's also times where we're like, let's just let's watch let's watch that Tom Cruise Emily Blunt movie, and we we love Edge of Tomorrow. Although it didn't do great in the theaters, uh, I guess that it was funny. the The slogan was "Kill, Die, Repeat" or something like that. Uh, and that should have just been the movie, Kill, Die, Repeat. Uh, people were looking at Edge of Tomorrow and and were very confused on it. I think it's why it only did $370 million in sales, but um, I digress. I, I, I liked it. Um, you, you get into uh, 2015, you've got uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, and... Uh, you know that brings back that brings back a lot of the original characters. He did the reboot of the Mummy in 2017. I did not watch that movie. Uh, I have not seen it. Uh, 2018. This is the one, Ryan. Shout out, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. This is the one that we got to see together, um, and that one grossed 791 million at the box office. So I know we're 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 pretty much caught up. Uh, 2020s. Um, and uh, there's a there's a couple things that have gone on. Uh, he's done a couple of protests against the Hollywood Foreign Press, um, returning his Golden Globes, which is which is surrounding some of the controversy um, surrounding the HFPA um, and its its lack of diversity. No black members, and uh, there were ethical questions around some of the financial benefits to some of its members, and and it's just a very interesting stance that that Tom Cruise had on that. Um, now we get to what, what brought everything again to the, to the top of the episode here of, of, t- uh, his return in, uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I have not seen yet. Uh, I need to see it. Um, 
if you've seen it, let us know. Uh, uh, very excited to see it. I, I, might, I would like to go this weekend if I can. Ah, we'll see. Um, so let's go ahead and, and, and go back a little bit to the relationship part. So uh, fun fact, if you didn't know, I know we know the, the big Nicole Kidman and um, uh, Katie Holmes marriage, but there was another there were there were other relationships there. So um, Tom Cruise actually married Mimi Rogers, May 9th, 1987, only together for a couple of years. They divorced February 4th, 1990. Um, now, uh, they had met, um, I believe, through Scientology because she was uh, a member that had grown up in Scientology. Um, then... Uh, Nicole Kidman, obviously they meet on the set of, uh, what was it, uh, Days of Thunder, I believe, and uh, they married December 24th, 1990, adopted a couple kids, Isabella Jane and Connor Anthony, um, and then uh, they filed for divorce in 2001, so they were together for uh, 11 years, that's pretty impressive, um, but uh, then you you fast forward a little bit, uh, you know, they... They had a three-year. There was a three-year relationship with him and Penelope Cruz, um, and then you have uh, you know they break up. They dated from two thousand one to two thousand four, um, and then you have uh, a little bit of action with Katie Holmes. They start dating in April two thousand five, um, and this is one of the the best uh, romantic nicknames of all time. Tomcat, love it, um, and they. Uh, got married sorry about that everyone i'm trying to find here where did i write the note well regardless they uh filed for a divorce on june 29th 2012 i'm not going to i'm not going to make you guys wait for me to find uh all of my notes because i there there's there's too many um but uh anyways um they they were together. Uh, they have two kids. Um, Suri. All right, is this the one kid? Sorry, Suri. Uh, that's the one that everyone talks about all the time. But um, and then you have uh, a lot of the advocacy that he does. So I, I know that's it's it's a lot, and we we packed kind of a lot into uh, uh, into one one episode here. But uh, basically, what I'm trying to say is Tom Cruise is super cool. All right, Tom Cruise may not be the best person in the entire world, but uh, super cool. I want to pull up the IMDb IMDb page here and just make sure that there's no big ones that I that I've left off the table here. Again, I am just a mere human. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a little speck in the infinite cosmos. Um, I miss things. I don't get it all right, and and also I'm I don't have my co-hosts here, uh, Kelky and Gabe, to call me out when. Uh, I don't get things right, and I miss things. So, um, anyways, I'm going back th- through here, um, trying to think if there's any of these that are specifically like super worth calling out. Uh, a few good men, I know it's it's just one that I haven't seen, but that's the you can't handle the truth uh, one. Uh, that's that's the big one from that movie. Uh, Jack Nicholson, incredible actor. Um, <laughs> I forgot that he has a cameo in Austin Powers and Goldmember. Um, which great movie. I'm not going to lie. I love any Austin Powers movies. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so so all in all, what I'm what I'm trying to say here is again, you know, separate the people from the art. Um, you know, if you've got a favorite Tom Cruise movie that you are uh, like, you could it's a comfort movie for you. Let us know. Uh, let me know. Message me directly and say, "Hey, Carmen, I listened to that episode where you were all by yourself." And I respect it, but this is my Tom Cruise thought. Good or bad, do it. Let's 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 have this out, friend. Um, uh, but other than that, yeah, really appreciate everyone listening in. Um, I had a good time doing some of this research here with Tom Cruise, and and you, I'm sure there's some things you guys already knew about, but a couple of fun facts in there. But my here's my final thoughts. Right, they're fun movies that he does. He doesn't do a ton of flops. Uh, arguably, uh, one of the most successful actors in, in Hollywood history, right? Um, and it's tough nowadays because unless you're part of like the Marvel cinematic universe or star Wars, um, you know, or, or some of these huge mega franchises, you don't gross a billion dollars or like Jurassic park, right? Jurassic park has done that recently. Um, which I've not seen the last one yet. So no spoilers on that either. But uh, to think that he's had all of those movies, and this is the first one to gross a billion dollars, that's pretty impressive. Um, like, dang, pretty wild. Um, there's a couple that I was looking at that I guess I thought would have been higher ranked. Um but then you got to think, you know, some a lot of those movies were back in the 80s. You know, hitting a, a billion dollars in the 80s was unheard of. What was the first billion dollar movie? I think Titanic maybe. And that was 90s. Oh, I have to look. Hold on. We have the technology. Let me just look it up right here. Um, Titanic release. 97. And uh, I'm pulling it up right now. I want to see um, full full grossing. So box office. Over two billion. What was the first? This is a fun. Oh, no, this is a fun game. This is a, this is a fun game called Carmen goes down a fucking rabbit hole. Um, what was the first movie to gross one billion dollars? Let's see. And it was Titanic. Okay, so it it was the first movie to gross a billion March first, nineteen ninety eight. So seventy four days of release. And then it went on to to obviously do that twice. It was it was two billion dollars. So let's let's also look at this. So you got to think you go to the highest grossing movies of all time, the top fifty grossing movies of all time, and uh, it starts at a billion. So number fifty one is uh, Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part One, which is nine hundred seventy seven million. So number 50 is The Dark Knight in 2008, and that is 1 billion, 6 million, and then there's a lot of numbers after that. 49, 1 billion, 6 million, 936,963 dollars. Top Gun Maverick. Um, here's Here's some shockers on this list, though. So we've got Hobbit, right? Makes sense. Harry Potter, makes sense. Zootopia. 2016 Alice in Wonderland 2010 wild uh and then the not so shocking you get Star Wars episode 1 in 99 
Pirates of the Caribbean, Aladdin, Star Wars Rogue One, Lion King, Pirates of the Caribbean. Basically, it just becomes a Disney just phenomenon, right? So actually, that's funny. So let's look at the top 50. So uh, Zootopia, Alice in Wonderland, Star Wars, Finding Dory, Despicable. That's different. That's DreamWorks. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Aladdin, Star Wars Rogue One, Lion King, Pirates of the Caribbean, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4, uh, Star Wars uh, Episode 3. uh, nine, Rise of Skywalker, Joker, Dark Knight, Jurassic Park, Transformers, Skyfall. So you, Captain Marvel. A lot of these you start getting into Marvel movies, right? It's just it's just Marvel, 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 Marvel. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Frozen, Frozen, Frozen. Jurassic Park, Spider Man. Um, and obviously we know that the number one movie of all time is Avatar just barely beating Avengers Endgame. And then number three all time, it still holds up Titanic. That's crazy. And then number four, Star Wars, Force Awakens. And then, you know, anyways, incredible. So, all right, everyone, that's all I have uh, today. Uh, Show me the money. See, that's what I did for you guys. I did a show me the money moment. Um, like, subscribe, follow, give us a five-star review, tell your friends. We, I love doing this episode. Uh, you know, again, had a good time doing some research on Tom Cruise. Thank you all for listening. Uh, really appreciate you all. Uh, if you got a dream, go and chase it, and we will see you all in the next one.